Hello and welcome to the debrief for the 12th of May 2021 after Aberdeen nil, Hibs won. Hibs recorded their first victory at Petaudry since 2012 and uh, frankly Martin it was uh, relatively comfortable. Um, they maybe got the goal against the run of play but you know for all our sort of pretty triangles and certainly we were doing better than we have done in recent weeks in terms of um, having the ball in more dangerous areas and, and creating some chances. But again, it just comes down to the fact that you don't really trust anybody in that team to score. No, we don't. I mean, we're, we're completely toothless at the moment. Um, and that, that's what happens when, you know, you, you change your entire strike force um, in the January transfer window. And um, you bring in guys who, you know, either weren't good enough or weren't getting games elsewhere. And, you know, you, you, they, they just, we just can't seem to, they just can't seem to find find the back of the net at the moment. But yeah, I mean, we we were playing, as you say, nice triangles, playing some decent stuff. I mean, I think you can, I think you can see there are shoots of what you know um, Stephen Glass is wanting to do with the team. But um, there's, I think tonight yet again shows just how much work needs to be done. Um, there's obviously going to be, I think there'll be a big a, a big personnel change coming um, because at the moment, you know, you. <laughs> We we just we just seem to be we seem to be going nowhere. I mean, these that looked like a team tonight, and that's particularly in that second half um, that just couldn't wait for the season to be over. Um, if I, I think to be honest, well, I think in fairness that's in keeping with uh, most of the support. But I'm not I'm not entirely yeah. sure about it. And I see I see some dinosaur comments out there about uh, about the thing that was missing was passion, uh, which was which was nonsense the thing that was missing was goals and ultimately that's the thing that wins football matches I thought in terms of the style of play in terms of the way we were playing and clearly Stephen Glass wants us to play that yeah shoots there but you've got strikers that have um, got one goal and three goals each um, and I think as I said during the, the updates Hibs now they're three main strikers um, in Nisbet, Doidge and uh, Boyle have now scored 36 goals in a league, which is the total that we have scored in the league, (laughs) 36. So um, it was probably inevitable that they were going to have more of a cutting edge. Um, And, you know, when it came, it was a a striker taking a chance, having a goal, getting a good strike away. Certainly, I think Gary Wood should have kept that out. I mean, it's within his arc. It's down by his feet. Uh, and I think it bounces maybe just before it gets to him, Which both of which things make it difficult for the keeper. But, um, you know, there isn't any point having a keeper who's marginally better with the ball at his feet if he's much worse at, stop, uh, at shot stopping. Um, and, you know, we haven't perhaps seen enough of Gary Wood's overall game to judge that, but certainly his career to date doesn't suggest that um, you know he's he's somebody that really should be featuring for a team that's got the sort of ambitions that obviously Dave Cormack has for Aberdeen. I was also a bit surprised, shall we say, that um, that Fraser Hornby basically only got seven minutes towards the end, and it was the same at Livingston the other week. Um, I just wonder if there's a belief from the coaching team that obviously with Hornby there's no chance he's going to be here next season at all, but maybe they believe that there's an opportunity to to get Calm Hendry. Now I think Hendry's got one more year on a St Johnson contract, uh, but you know with all their uh, Conference League money that's going to be coming their way next season, they'll be buying big name uh, strikers, and <laughs> Callum Hendry might be might be out in his ear. Uh, so I just wonder if maybe that influenced the choice. And I would 
you know, I, I, Trey Dormby certainly hasn't played particularly well when he's been here. Uh, he's not impressed. Calm Hendry has obviously scored a couple of goals. Um, but there's no doubt that Hornby's got the better pedigree, the better background, and there should have been more raw material there for a guy like Alnos to work with. So it does just seem a bit odd to um, to have restricted Hornby seven minutes when, you know, Hendry wasn't having a huge impact on the game, apart from, obviously, the chance that he ballooned over the bar in the first half. And I just it links for me back a little bit to what Glass came out after the cup game and said, and I, and I don't like picking apart managers' press conferences because because I think they're largely meaningless. And I think people jump up and down on things that maybe just weren't phrased well, maybe weren't really what were intended to be said. But, you, you know, Glass said after that game, you know, we have a job to do, come in and change the team for next season. And no, you had a job to come in and win games this season, and particularly that cup game, in, in absolute particular. I mean, if, if, if the think, thought process was anything other than that, this was a great opportunity and an and, and even massive opportunity since we last spoke, it's transpired. But the thinking was that, no, no, we're here for next season. We're all thinking the thinking has to be geared towards next season. That was wrong. Totally wrong from the outset. And I just I just can't get over the the belief that it's almost like we've written off this season. Um, I think you, you absolutely nailed it there. I mean, these games were absolutely one hundred percent not dead rubbers. Uh, you know, it wasn't like it wasn't like no. If 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 we were out of the cup and you know assured of our league position with no no movement, then fine. But no, there was plenty to play for. Um, I think what you say about Hornby is absolutely right. I mean, I just wonder. You know, we don't know how. You no, know, he's he obviously had his had, had the injury. Um, I just wonder how you know if he's still carrying a little knock or something. That's the only that's the only thing I can I can think of there, because you no, know, again you say pre- the pedigree he's got, he is you know, on paper um, and by sort of any reports you see, he is uh, you know, ten times the player that you know, Hendry or Canberra is. Uh, so I just I just you have to assume that there's some sort of injury injury problems there where you can only get ten fifteen minutes I don't know out of him. Because you, know, you, you you would you would prefer to see him coming on. I mean, I think he's I th- from what I've seen, and yeah, and not that I'm no, I've seen any. I'm not going to pretend I've seen any actual you no know, long long videos of him playing for in France or before. But I've you know, you've seen a clip, clips on YouTube and that, and he looks to be a, looks to be a talent. He's clearly a better player, but there's obviously some injury issue there. Um, but you no. Know, Again, if you, you brought the brought the him in, if he's not going to be getting a game, I don't see the point of him really being here. Um, you know, I'm not. I mean, you might as well just send him back if you're only going to give him seven minutes at the end of a game when you know, the game was kind of really gone then. Um, so that's 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 frustrating. But I I, I absolutely I absolutely agree with you. Um, I know, and I'm, I'm the same as you know. You I re, a lot of the times I don't even bother with the pre, the, the post match press conferences because I think you just know a lot of times you just get told what you want to hear. Um, but you know, I understand the focus. You no, know, the you no, know, there's a focus on next season. There has to be a focus on next season because they've got a they'll have a rebuilding job. But yeah, there'll be his players but, but, and so on and so on. Yeah, yeah. but but this season this season important. I mean, you no, know, it's been you no, know, it's. It's 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 thirty one years since we've won the Scottish Cup. For you no, know, you, know, you try, you know, try and tell me that you're looking forward, looking towards next season ahead of that. Um, wrong thing to say. Really, the, the game today it, it felt like the exact reverse of 
very many recent games against Hibs where, you know, they've been on the front foot for most of the game, but never really looked like scoring against us. Um, but we were just a bit more streetwise, a bit more composed, and ended up getting the win. And you know what? I'll, I would take the stuffy, pragmatic, not particularly easy to watch side, but the one that got the W every single time. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I mean, I think it's probably it's probably just the exact opposite of the game the game early in the season where um, when it was I think it was McCrory's first game or something where I thought that you no know, Hibs were Hibs were pretty decent but they just we managed to stop them um, and we got the win and I think that you know this was like a exact opposite of that one um, you know they just I don't think they did anything sort of really sensational tonight they just they just they did just enough. Um, and we we look we look very much like a team with you no know, like looking to try and find a bit of direction. Um, you know, you've got. I, I don't want to. I'm not going. I don't want to single him out, and I'm you know because I think it's unfair. But like you've got Connor McLennan stuck at right back. You know, he's never or never a right back. Um, you know, they picked apart picked on commentary a few times. He's just he doesn't have that defender's instinct. You know, and he was and he was exposed a few times. They probably he you know he should have been doing better for the goal. Um, and again, no, we're just a, we're just like in a, a few square pegs and round holes, um, but you know that's that's a situation we find ourselves in. You know we've got, you know we've got um, two two right backs under contract that you know one of them's in America, another one's fit and fixing toilets. So I don't know what you're supposed to do. Well, I mean, again, that was Stephen Glass's choice to let Sheila Logan go out the door. Um, <sighs> So, you know, I've, I've seen, I've read it elsewhere that, you know, he came in and there were no right back. That's that's not true. Um, what about the other fullback? Jack McKenzie, I thought, did uh, reasonably well against Martin Boyle um, for a guy, you know, that's made making, what, his third appearance for the Dons? Yeah, I've been I'm impressed. Um, same as, no, Jack McKenzie, along with when, when we saw, we've seen Ramsey playing as well. been really impressed with him. Um, of no, I know, you know he's. It's obviously going to be a learning curve for him because he's a young player now. Again, he's you no know, making making his sort of first you know break into the team. But you know from what we've seen, you know there really lots of talent there. Really liked what I saw from him tonight. Um, it's probably one of the probably one of the standouts tonight. Um, and he did. A, I think he did a decent job against Boyle. Um, I know we've been pretty pretty you know wide about Martin Boyle on here, um, but. I thought Mackenzie had a pretty strong game against him. Yeah, and certainly one of Boyle's key attributes um, is using that pace to get by. But Mackenzie was able to read that so often and, and deal with that particular threat uh, wide. Um, the other positional um, point to discuss tonight, uh, I suppose Livingston game as well, was Dylan McGee coming back into the starting eleven, and he he was very much operating as a pivot. Um, and it, this is a kind of back to the future system that we're playing, in terms of it's it's the very traditional, that kind of set up really of the four two three one. McGee, I suppose, operating a bit like the Ryan Jack role uh, he used to, going very deep, spending more time in the ball, distributing it, and it was kind of what I thought we were buying when we when we eventually got to the Um last January was it? God, can't remember. Maybe two Januarys ago. The performance tonight was the sort of player that I thought we were getting into the team when when he came here. 
Yeah, he was he was he was he was decent tonight, and no, I mean we know there's we know there's a ton of ability there for for him as well. But again, injury problems, <coughs> excuse me, injury problems once again, um, you know has has put paid to that, and we didn't see as much of him as we want to see. But no, again, I was, we know there's a lot of talent there. I mean, I'm, my concern is you no know, with this going to this four two three one is we're going into there now because we obviously we know who's coming in. Um, I think we know who's going to be that pivot position. What happens with Dylan McGee going forward? Um, that's that's you know that's a concern because we've got him under contract and he's a really good player. Um, I just don't see. I, I'm, I struggle to see where he will fit in um, if we continue with the four-two-three-one because we, well, yeah, you would you assume that Brown's coming into play and Brown's going to be taking up that position. Yeah, unquestionably, unquestionably. Um... So obviously you need a squad of players, um, as this season has has definitely proved. Um, talking about this season, in fact, as a whole, um, that's the last home game. No guarantee it'll be the last um, game that we that we all have to sit and watch. Of course, um, who knows what the state of play will be by by the time we're back here at the end of July, start of August. I, but I hope to God that, that is the last time, because for me this is. This has been worse than not having football this season. It, you know, to know that it's going on and it's happening, but it's this entirely synthetic thing without crowds there. And you're watching alone at home, and it, I, I would just—I would almost rather it had not happened at all. And that's not just because we've had a pretty um, dismal season. No, you're no, you're right, and I'm the same as you. It's just it's not the same. Um, it's been, you know, I think even had had a, had some sort of success. I mean, you know, as much as I want uh, want us to win every game and you know, and win trophies, I mean, I think I think it would actually make it worse if we were in the Scottish Cup final. And imagine going winning it and win it, and you no, know, only what five hundred a thousand of us can be there. Um, it's not it's not the same. Um, I, I just I desperately hope we can you know they can come to some sort of some sort of solution to get us back in for the beginning of next season, um, because this has just been this has just been in terms of a, for being a football fan. I know there's I know there's wider concern. There's more important things, obviously, than football. But as a as purely as a football fan, this has just been an absolutely terrible season for to to, to try and invest yourself in your team. Yeah, no, and of course there are bigger issues. It's put me definitely not. Emigrating, I could not now emigrate and just watch these games on Red TV. I, I know that for sure. It's just the combination of everything: the delay, the the the, the feeds, the the commentary, just, <laughs> just everything. Yeah, all credit. Um, so yeah, all, it, cr- all credit to the expats that some <laughs> sitting up at three in the morning sometimes if they're in Australia or whatever watching watching the games and getting up getting excited for them no all credit to them for being able to do it because I, I generally don't think I could I mean I'm not saying that I would that I would sacrifice living on a beach in uh, some lovely uh, Pacific island um, just to keep watching uh, to keep watching Calum Hendry biff shots over the bar from six <laughs> yards out but um, but uh, yeah I just I, I can't do this <laughs> I can't do this again I, I just yeah, I, I would probably still buy the season ticket, but I, I'm not sure I'd be able just to, to sit and watch if we're if it's a reduced crowd or anything like that for the beginning of next season. It's uh, I, I would just I would rather we didn't bother. 
But of course, TV contracts uh, have to be fulfilled and uh, all that jazz. So ultimately, when it came down to it, the fans didn't matter that much, um, which is um, quite a bleak summary of where we are right now. <laughs> um, but it's been that sort of season, kids. Um, anyway, with the clanking of cups, the meowing of cats, this very amateur but entirely independent podcast uh, rolls on. Thank you, Martin, for tonight. Uh, we will be Thanks back after what will no doubt be a very painful 90 minutes at Ibrox Sorry. to wrap up this strange, different, bleak, synthetic facsimile of a season. Um, but until then, come on you, Eds.